0: Good uh, Rabbi I'm recording this year, uh, starting from Chavah from Ubeiz, halfway down the Omud, um, beginning the sugya of Muktzah Shabbos. So the Gemara says, I start to discuss. We're going to bring a raya from a sugya we learned last uh, week about Bukhor. That's why we are bringing the sugya here. So Ba'aminah Hill may So hill hill is Of course, hill is not Hilah the tan, not Hilah the Amira. I asked the shaila from Rava, "Yesh muktzah lechati Shabbos or you ain't muktzah lechati Shabbos? Is there a concept of muktzah something becoming muktzah on Shabbos or not?" Now the Gemara is going to first go through a few possibilities to determine what's this case. What does it mean muktzah lechati Shabbos or not muktzah lechati Shabbos? What does it mean? What's the what's the what's the, the mitzvah? So hechidami, "Ida ichsi beinah shmoshes. If beinah shmoshes when the Shabbos began, it was ready right to be used. Ichsi. So then it's not muktzah. Ida lo ichsi lo ichsi. If not, not." So, a just a quick review, the idea of mukta is that something is out of your realm on Shabbos. It's not uh, in your world of usage. You have uh, moved it out of your mind, and you have, you, it's not part of the things you plan on using on Shabbos. That's generally the concept of mukta. Now, we have other types of mukta. We've been through this already a few times. There are other types of moksas. There's klisha al-Isr, There's Muksa uh, machmas Isr, There's moksha machmas chisar and kis. Here we're talking about something. There's nothing wrong inherently. It could be even grapes. We're talking about, we'll see one of the classic cases, grapes and raisins, is the classic case of moksha. What's moksha about grapes and raisins? The answer is, is that if something wasn't fit to be used, so in your mind, it was out of your world on Shabbos, so therefore that's called moksha, and it's not, was, it lacks sufficient preparation from before Shabbos. That's the basic concept of Muksa. So here, the Gemara is asking that we know that if before Shabbos, if there was preparation before Shabbos, so then it was in your realm when Shabbos started, you should be good. And if not, not. So what does it mean, moksa lechati Shabbos? So that's the case where the case was that something was fit for use, meaning it was to be used by So you say, okay, good, great. It's not moksa. What's the big deal? Everything's good. It's part of your world. Gemara says, yeah, but what if sometime over Shabbos, something happened that made it not fit for use? And then afterwards, it became fit again. Since there was a lapse that left your world a little bit on Shabbos, maybe it should stay us, sir. My, for Gemara, what's the halacha? And we'll take a look at Rashi. It's on the right side of the page here. Rashi says... Um, Yesh muktzah lechati Shabbos, mishum chati Shabbos, im muktzah bechetziv. If it became muktzah part of the way through, mi have mihavi muktzah lekol Shabbos eloi. Again, does it stay out of your world even if it should come back in later on? Is it pshat that it's out of bounds? It's no no longer comes back in bounds. So hechidami, michti says the Gemara. Stam says Rashi, michti stam muktzah haynu groegresu tzmukin shemar lo esan amanasiyavsha. Now the classic case of mukta is dried dates and dried grapes, dried figs and uh, dried grapes. That you put on your roof, your roof, you want, they want to dry out. And you set them aside. So again, you're pushing them out of bounds when you do that. When they start drying up, they're not fit for, they're not edible until they totally dry out. So what's your stuff about? Now again, if before Shabbos started, they were fit to be eaten. So again, it's in bounds when Shabbos started. So then it's not. That's not called Chati Shabbos. Vadeh as to it again. And if they were out of balance when Shabbos started, that should be that should be a, a sign that it's Oster. The ein Kan Hachana Mi Boi Yoyim. Uman de isle Muktzv Hachana Boi Yoyim Boi. It needs to be Mi Boi Yoyim. It has to be while it's still Friday. So Rashi says that. Um, if it was not fit, if it was out of bounds when Shabbos started, okay, so then even if it goes back in bounds, that for sure wouldn't work. Because again, it for sure has to, it definitely needs preparation at the beginning of Shabbos. So the Gemara says, again, it was betem and fit, meaning when Shabbos started, it was in bounds. Then on Shabbos, something else happened, meaning it, was, it dried out, it was, it was edible when Shabbos started, but then it rained on it. it And they, they became bloated, they became inflated. And then afterwards, again, it, dry, it dried out, because the sun dried. So again, the premise is for sure was Roy the problem was if something happened to take it out of bounds. Can it come back in bounds? We say that once it's muksta for a part of Shabbos, again, then it's, it's, it's out of bounds for the rest of Shabbos, even if it should come back in. So the Gemara is going to bring a Raya now. So Amar Li ravah so Rava answered, "Yesh muktza. So Rava said, "Yeah, Rava holds Yesh muktza. Now, Ace So first of all, so Rava's opinion is that Yesh muktza, That if it if it's if it goes out of bounds over Shabbos, it it's out of bounds, stays out of bounds. Ace The Brisa said earlier that everyone holds that if you have a buchor which was born with a mum, that it's not Muktzah. So the Gemara says, Why is that true? If Rav is right, that once it goes out of bounds, it stays out of bounds. A Bukhar, before, when Yantif started, again, if the Bukhar was born on Yantif, again, remember the Bukhar is Asr, um, until it's determined that it has a mum. Now here, when the Bukhur is in the mother's stomach, the mother's womb, it's mutter, because if you would shekht the mother, it doesn't have a din b'chor yet. The din of b'chor only starts when it's born. So it's a mutter as a part of the mother. Is yad And then when it's born, before, it, uh, before the mumcha checks to see if it's a mum, it goes out of bounds te- uh, for a little bit because you have to have it looked at. Eh, Afterwards, the chocham could be it, But this is a case where The Bechor goes out of bounds, and still we say, even though it went out of bounds we say that uh, that's called Muchon. That's fine. The Mura says, no, that's not a good case. It never went out of bounds. Why? I it was born until the Chocham did it. So the Mura says, no, the case was that the, that the Dayanim, the Mumcha, was sitting right there when it was born. So it, the second it came out, they already passed that it was a, that it was a Mum, and therefore it never went out of bounds. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. So again, when you started, until it was born, for sure it was mutter because it's a part of the mother. There's no din until it's born. that once it's born, though, it goes out of bounds. In this case, it never was muktza, because again, the second it was born, uh, they, they checked the mum, and it was never muktza. So the Gemara says, That some say that Rava actually said the opposite. There's no such thing as going out of bounds. So we have two versions. One version is... And once it's out of bounds, it stays out of bounds. The other version is, no. Ein Moksa luchati Shabbos. It doesn't go out of bounds. If it's if it's muksah and Shabbos, it can come back in bounds. So the Gemara says, let's, let's bring a Raya. The Gemara bring, brings the same Raya. That if you have a Bukhor that is born An yantif with Umum that it's not Muqtza. I was originally um, uh, not Muksa because it was part of the mother. When it's born, it goes off out of bounds. When they show it to it's mother. And since we see that it's uh, not Muksa we see that muksa never goes, out, we see that even if it goes out of bounds, it can come back in. So again, here, it's just the opposite. If the Gemara thought it was a Raya, the Gemara says, no, it's not a Raya because it could be here. It never went out of bounds. Why? Because the... Dayanim, the Mumcha was sitting right there checking it when, the second it was born it never had even a moment that it was out of bounds Toshima, now we're going to go to another uh, another case The like, think is a case of somebody that was eating grapes and he left over some grapes, on Nagag lost his man and he puts them on the roof Uh, In order to make raisins. Raisins are dried out grapes. He was eating figs and he wanted to make them into dried figs. Gregorys are dried figs. You're not allowed to eat them on Shabbos or Yontif. Unless you prepared them from while it was still day. By peaches, chavushin are quinces. Um, it was Sha'ar, It appears and all fruits. Again, you see that you have to put it up before Shabbos and you have to be mazim. So more what's the case? Again, you're eating something and you wanted to, you had some leftovers, and then you wanted to designate it for Shabbos. So if these uh, fruits were dried before Shabbos started, So then you saying something should not change anything. If the fruits were already dried, so again, the owner is going to use them. So then, again, what's the, what do you mean that he has to make a hazmana? You don't have to prepare them. You put them, you're fine. So the Gemara says... Uh, and if they're not fit when Shabbos starts, so then kiasma may have if they're not dry yet. So then, what does it help to to set them aside to designate anything? Basically, the designation should be should not be required. Maybe the case was that we didn't know whether or not when Shabbos started again. You put on Thursday, you put some uh, fruits or whatever. Friday, Friday morning, you put fruits on the roof, and you don't know where it's holding now. So you saying and and that's why you have to. Um, you have to say something To show that it's in your world to, that, it's, that it's in bounds for you you Ravkana says that if the mukta dried out Meaning if the fruit was dried out And the Bailem didn't recognize the mutta It's also fine I mean, you, with, Even without hasmana. So again it's not true You can't say that the case was That he didn't, he wasn't sure And therefore he made a hasmana Because you, you're not requiring We don't require hazmona So if you know the cases, It must be the case that the b'risa is that the fruits were dry, then they went out of bounds because they got wet, and then they became dried again. And we see that they have to be designated, you have to speak out before Shabbos that you want it in order to, um, again, if, if you know it's possible that it's going to go out of bounds on Shabbos, you have to designate it for you, that you should, from before Shabbos, you should be able to use it. So the Gemara says the amrit ain muktah l'amalu So obviously we see that that yesh Mukta must be that it could go out of bounds halfway through. Because if, it, because if it can't go out of bounds, why would you need Hasmana? Right. We're assuming that the Hasmana should be that if it should go out of bounds, and it, then then the Hasmana helps that when it comes back, you could be able to use it. It must be that that yesh muktah lechati shabbos so it can go out of bounds. So. The Gomorrah says, Elamai, yesh muktza. The Gomorrah the Havid's question. Okay, fine. So you're telling me that yesh muktza. So, so what is it a help to be mazmin? Lomaisa, once it goes out of bounds, you can't come back. What does it help for you to make hasmana? The Gemara says, says, um, a whole new, uh, a whole new territory. You're right. It has nothing to do with muktza, the Chate Shabbos. Uh, The Gemara says, The case was is that it wasn't clear if it was fit for consumption. Some will eat it and some won't. And the Gemara says, asmin. if you set it aside, you're basically declaring that that you're going to eat it and therefore it's going to be muksa. so at the end of the day it is no question about um it was simply a uh, new that when you have something which depends some people would it would be in their uh, realm it would be in bounds and some people would, for them would be out of the realm and out of bounds so how do you establish that you that is not Muktzah for you, you have to would have to declare before Shabbos. That's the Asmin. But the the Shaila about the Chazi Shabbos. This din of the Gregorys and Simukim, we thought that the Hazmana was would be required to somehow have an effect. The Gemara more proved that that doesn't make any sense, and therefore there's no Shaila to that shayla. Look at Rashi. Rashi says in Parakira the Gemara says. That there's a chiddush there that even though you're eating it, you still need a hazmonah. Novum Yuvashin, Korean smukim. Dried grapes <laughs> is <laughs> smukim. Raisins, te'enim, is after Korean grey greys, figs that dry are called grey greys. Afarsikin is parkachin balas, huzar. Afarsik is peach in modern Hebrew. Chavushin is krenitz, that's a quince you are trying to dry them and if you didn't so have again if they're not fit like mor says then Hasmana doesn't help. Because again, you can't be Masman Rashis strange thing. He says you can't take uh, sticks and stones and say, oh, I'm gonna eat them. No one eats them. It doesn't work that way. You don't know. So you just say, Could be that the Umar thought that There'd be such a hafamina that if a person has something which he doesn't know its status, if it's, if you're specifically a mazman then, so then you could rely that whatever happened uh, yesterday, I mean, you, could, you could use it. Again, obviously, it means that it was dried before. You just didn't, weren't 100% sure. You checked later and found out that it was not to dry before. So then it's going to be motor. In other words, if you put it up there to dry and you find out the next day that it was dried, certainly it's mutter. You don't have to, there's no, there's no, uh, need to specifically speak out that you're planning on using the the case must be um that uh, the the reason why you did it was cuz if it should go out of your realm on shava sometime lamayish so the mor says lamayish so mukz the kazman says hold on a second so what does it help if there's mukz what does it help to be masman has one of the qaidam haqtza mahanya balav hasman an nami khalin wa imdil hain wa israb akhir kain And if there's Muqtza, what does it help to be Mazmin? The Hazmana before the Haktsa doesn't help. Because without the Hazmanah also it's mukhan vo'emdin, right? The issue only came later, so what am I going to say? I'm going to say, I'm being Mazminit now so that when it should go out of bounds, it should be ma- you can't be Mazminit from before it go- goes out of bounds in the first place. It's Mukhan it's, it's, it's now, Rashi points out. And therefore, you need to, the the case was referring to somebody who had an item which was edible to some and not to others, and the purpose of the hasmano- was to, the, to put himself in the group that will eat it. So the Gemara says that there's uh, no Shachar said our of Chati So now we have to have another Raya, Toshma, where she says the Ein Muktzal Chati Shabbos. So back to the bottom, the bottom line. Toshma, Va Where's the interesting Raya from Pulin Vadoshin, Pulim are beans and a are lentils that someone cooks and yantif Rashi says to be meaning Reb is really bringing a raya from Eisim b'chol from a common scenario that the chayyur should be a raya that ain't mox to the Shabbos. Why? So what, what happens when we when the person cooks beans and lentils? So you could eat them raw. Basically, what happens? You're one of, Let's say you make um, beans. You make cholent on right? So everyone knows it's. So you take these beans and these lentils. You, you're, when you're when they're raw, they're they're not muksa. You can do something with them. However, when you, as soon as you put it in a pot, what happens? It goes. It's no longer uh, edible anymore because by putting it in the pot, itchelahu. Uh, um, because again, while it's still cooking, while it's boiling hot, you can't uh, you can't do anything with it. Gomar Bishulayo, however, when the cooking's over, again it becomes roi. So what happened over here? You have something which when it was raw was it was inbounds. Once you start cooking it, the cooking process is too hot, it's out of bounds. And then when it's finished, it becomes inbounds again. And the fact that we can eat this thing, obviously we see that Ain Something that goes out of bounds, it's not muksa when it comes back in bounds. So the Gemara says, No, it's not a ray as a kasha from regular you forget about to the Every pot it's too hot to eat from. You need it to cool down. So the it's not edible, it should be muksa Um and I we eat it tomorrow. And the pshad is, is that in the very important you say for muktah, when you have something which is going to come back into your inbounds and it's and in a, in the natural order of things it will come by itself or you could even do something to bring it into your inbounds, it's not out of your realm because it's, you, you're, you're, you're aware as it's happening it's for sure going to happen. Masha Enkain, the whole hair here is something which you're masupic if it's going to happen. You don't really, it's not in your control and you don't know if it's coming. That's when you have moksha. By the way, the classic example of this is when you have, let's say, wet laundry on Shabbos. Let's say when Shabbos starts, you have clothes that are too wet to wear and then they dry on Shabbos. So you let them wear, them, let's say you have socks hanging on the line. They're too wet to wear Friday night. In Shabbos morning, you come to, you see your socks are dry. You're allowed to wear them. So the Poskim said that you are allowed to wear them. Why? I was Muktzah when Shabbos began, but since again it was Gomrubi De Adam, it was a case which was within your uh, ability and. Really, to you knew it was going to happen by itself that it was going to dry. So it's not something which is considered muksa. Muksa means something which something has to happen that's out of your control to bring it back in bounds on Shabbos and Yom so, so again, the the raya of bzerah, the fact that when we cook things, um, the, the the pot gets very very hot and becomes mukta is not a raya that our uh, Shaila, because it's taken not muksa. We we don't have any questions about. Be the Adam. Since everything could be cooled down, then we don't assume that that is uh, a, a, the real case of the real Shaila of Mukhtzah. So the Gemara says. Oh, so that's the end of the Mukhtzah of the Shabbos. The Gemara seems to be inconclusive, so to be Mayan more. Now the Gemara is going to move on back to the Bukhor Shaila. We had a macholik, a mission, let's just chazer over between Abihud and Abshiman. Abihud holds you're allowed ab- to, a ab- ab- Mumch is allowed to check for a ab- Mum on an Yontif, and ab- Shimon held you cannot. So the Gemara on the Akhuf and Aleph. Uh, towards the top says the following. More is a story that Behudanisia, the grandson of Behudanisia, had a bichor. So he sent it to Rav Ami on Yontif to see if it has a, a, a mum. So Rav Ami thought, listen, I can't look at this mum now. It's Yantif. We pass on like Rav Shimon. He held. Rav Shimon holds that you can't check, you can't examine a Bukhar for a mum on an Yantif. And again, Rashi On the on the Mishnah and uh, Chavvav Omar Aleph said the reason why we don't check the mum. Is because um, basically it, it looks like Mesake and you're being dunned in. We don't let the uh, basin sit and pass things that, that, uh, it's a derabon of like making it mutter. That's the, that's Rabshiman's opinion. So, Omar um, later, so they said to your family, you didn't want to pass in. Why are you being makhmar like Rabshiman? The rule is, that we passkin right. The Gemara uh, Rashi says that uh, we'll see in a second that in Erevin we in pask- that whenever you have Rabbi Yehuda bar Yoyon and Rabbi Shimon we pass him like Rabbi Yehuda. So why are you not passing Why are you Ravami not passkinning? Rabbi Yehuda nesiya as B'choyer, We should pass him like Rabbi Yehuda that allows you to the command of So they sent it to Rabbi Nafcha. They sent. So they say, because again, uh, Rami still wasn't asking. So again, he also held a Grib Shimon. They told him too. So again, why are you not doing this? So Rabbi Abba Abba says to Rav Zreka, Abba says to Rav who had said that you should be Mekel, Why do you basically... Um why did you um so he asked them um why are you um paskining again he says my, why do you leave the Rabbonin to pass like Gub Shimon? again, my time alayshafkisinu the why don't you let the rabbonan do like Grub So So the Gemara says, "Amar leviat ma biyadech." So then, why do you, um, why, why do you, what do you have that, uh, that wh- I mean, what do you have, what right do you have that we should pass on the King of so the Gemara says, "We want to pass in the chumra like Rebb Shimon." Meaning, they basically kept Rebb kept chapter everyone to be Meikel. No, we wanted to pass the Rebb Omar, man, who? So somebody who was there who overheard. I want to go here from in Ert, so When I go Eretz Yisrael, he said, "I want to hear from Rebb Zera um, what he said the halacha was." Again, he was the one who was machmer. Rebb was the one who was who who was machmer. Um. Like of Shimin, and therefore he wanted to hear it from Abbze al so Kisalak when he went there to Israel when this Talmud again we don't know his name goes there to Israel Ashkechid Reb Zevi found Reb Zevi Amalei Amar did you really say like a Shimon to be Machmer not to check a b'chor and yontif Amalei loy I never was Machmer I know Mister Roy Amroy However I only said that it makes sense like him the fact that Reb said like that and the Brisa again a rice that we had and the Chofavim Abay then didn't Quote him by name Instead used to express it As the view of the Chachamim say It makes sense That Shimon Because um, uh, whenever the rice is picked It's like a Chachamim That means it's like a It's like a den of a Rabbim and therefore, we should follow that aloha. So, my havi, Allah. So again, the gemara goes back to the shaila about uh Correcting the gemara shaila. What's the psak on this about uh, checking a bukhar and yantif? So, Amar Rav Yosef Toshma the Tali of Asher Ravi. Come, he says, come. We'll we'll uh, we'll uh, come. Bring a raya that this really toli in a machlokes uh, tanoim. bin Shimon Pazim. Amar bin Levi. Now, how, how what a Shaykh? shaychis? Because send him sending bin Levi. Amar Rav Yosef and Shaul. Amar Rabbi so they said this in the name of the holy congregation of Yerushalayim. of this is of Shimon ben according to Rashi, they said they passed on like R' now again we have to see in a second what who is this R' again so we're going to bring a Raya from a R' in 1 minute that halacha follows uh, one part of this machalaik is why Omru, in fact, the Gemara, does it make sense that Rashi ben Manasseh says the follower of Meir, the Kahala Kedisha, what do you mean, the Kahala Kadisha said that Roshim ben Manasseh goes like a Meir? The Rashi ben Manasseh, <coughs> um, the is older than ben so again, they don't, it doesn't make sense. The way it was quoted just now is that the Kala Kedisha says that Reb Shimin passes like her mayor. That's not true. So the Gemara says, So what it means is, is that Reb Shim ben Manasseh uh, hold like her mayor. Not that they said the Halacha follows him, but that they actually hold like her mayor. Again, it doesn't make sense that they would pass, ben, that they would, uh, Reb ben Manasseh would, would, the the kolik yishtud would be quoting as a psak halach or Shimon when they're older than Rabb Shimon. But again, all they were all they were pointing out is that Rabb Shimon stims with her mayor. That's not shver. This not now we have this mishnah also mishnah b'chares. Now let's see this her In very interesting case. Someone shechta b'charei v'yachar k'acheres m'wein. Now we mentioned like this. We mentioned that when someone has a Bukhar the Allah is a b'charei's kachim. You're not allowed to stam the b'charei. And uh, uh, that that was that was uh, born. Even if it uh, even that, that was, again, if, without if it's a tam if it's no mom certainly you can't it's a chi of karis But what happens if it has a mom? The lacha is you have to take this buchar and show it to a mumcha, and hopefully for you, the mumcha tells you that it's a mumkavua. Now, here the case is what if someone shechted the buchar? He thought it had a mum, and afterwards, he went to the mumcha. You really should go get a Pesach first, right? Imagine, you know, uh, somebody has a marat to show the rav and nida. So he said, you know what? I'll go be with my wife first, and then I'll show the rav. It's dangerous. So here someone shechted, and then, then he showed the then he showed the mumcha. So he shouldn't have done it. So the Gemara says, Bihuda Bihuda says, okay, as long as the rav afterwards Checks the mum and the mum is not a, is, is is a mum kavua, so every no, no harm. So Since he shechted it too early without going to a mumcha first, oser, Even if afterwards the, the mumcha thereof the rav says that it's takamum, afal it remains aser. Alma so what's the mayor's opinion? So the more thinks like this. Checking a bachar is not like a treifa. When you shecht an animal, you check afterwards to see if there's a treifa. You check the lungs to see if it has holes and all the different badikas that it requires. Um tre'ifa trefa fil But the is establishing is that when I look at a tre'ifa of course I can shecht it first, and then afterwards I can go see if there's a if there's a mum there. But when it comes to Bukhar, it dafka has to be done before. And so what Rameyr holds is that the 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 b'chor must be done, meaning in itself, um it must be done prior to Shriita. And if it must be done prior to Shrikita, the, the Pshat is, is that you're not being Mivvair, the mitzius. that That's the way the Pshak is made. It, it itself is the Chalais Heter. If that's true, it must be done before Yontif, and that would be like Mishim and Shita. So... So, again, because since so much hinges on this bedika of Bukhar, it itself makes the Bukhar mutter. And therefore, it must be done at a certain time. So, Abaya uh, objects to this. Uh, no, really, he says Remeir has nothing to do with Bukhar. Really, the, the Remeir holds that. Checking a Bechor is, no, is not really any different than checking a Trefah, except one thing. There's a Knast. You certainly uh, are not allowed to shecht before showing it to a... Uh, to a mumcha, if you're talking about one of these uh, mum, a mum in the eye, a blemish in the eye of the animal, a cataract, which after death, after the Mishun, the Mishtan, and the reason why is because after Shchita, it changes. So you get, definitely can't show it to the Rav afterwards, it's too late. The Machlokas here is really a call center Machlokas. The Machlokas is, is that when you have a certain type of a mum that's in the Guf, that really it doesn't change. The problem is, do we basically want to make a xera, that you should never do anything before? before showing you to a Rav, just in case, by an eye, you may do the same thing. And by an eye, it doesn't help to show it to the Rav afterwards. So what comes out of the Maskan is that Mayor Stam has a uh, Zaytigam Achleikas here by Bukhar. Is, there, is it possible to show, uh, is, is there a, a Knas, when uh, really you're supposed to show the Rav the, the Bukhar, the moment the Bukhar, before you shecht it? You're risking a Kares if you shecht it uh, Bukhar Tam uh, in, uh, outside the Beis HaMikdash. But, uh, the, but uh, again It's a risk you, That you can take In certain cases According to some opinions However by an eye Everyone agrees You definitely can't Take that risk Because you can't Show it to the Rav afterwards He won't be able To determine Once it's shechted things change The question only is They also give you A knas They say That uh, even in a Mum on the guf That we say that, you, that the mayor holds That we knasped you You absolutely may not shecht Unless you Showed it first To the Rav Just in case You may come to The same thing by the eye So the Gemara says a Rav I'll prove it to you from the Mishnah. Also, the Mishnah's lashon is mavur that R' Meir said not to do this. It wasn't a halacha be'etzem; was only a knas. It doesn't say Stam, also. he says, since you didn't do it with the mumchas uh, advice, it's also shamina knas with the karkane shamina. We see here that it's not be'etzem knas; it's just a knas. So the Mor has another case uh, about uh, uh, showing a bechor to a mumcha uh, and yotif. Ami Vardinah. there was a man named Ami Vardinah. he's quoted a few times in a chance. Rashi says that he was very pretty like a rose. There's two shots of him, one of them is, Ami was a very beautiful old man. Uh, Chazi Bukh the Bain Hava. he was the one who, he was the, the Rav of the Bain Nasiyah in the Nasi's house to check their Bukhars. But on Yatif, he wouldn't passkin. Also, again, clearly like Rav Shimon. Also, the Rav Ami, So the people went and told Rav Ami about Ami of Omar Amar Luhu, he's right, we paskin, that you're not supposed to. He seems to be going like Rav Shimon, not like um, Rabbi Yehuda. And again, Rav Ami himself also seemed to be machmer like this. In uh, effect, the Aye, the it says, that Rav Ami himself uh, would, would look at Mumen on So why are you saying, why is he praising Rav Ami uh, so the more Ravami, he have a No, Ravami, he really looked at the mom an erev yantif. He just didn't paskin. On yantif he would go. Let's say he would look, take a look. He would come back on the next day and say, "Hey, could you please explain to me how did this mom happen?" Because again, it depends. Um, that, uh, again, it's possible that uh, that someone who puts a, that the, if the mum got there on purpose, so then there would be kanas, kanas, and certain things that would make the uh, behemoth asr. Rashi says, if you gonna tap Rashi, he was too busy, he would say, hey, go home I'll see you tomorrow there's certain cases where he has to ask questions about it on Yatav, but in other words any witnesses how this mum came about otherwise we may have to say that it's usher because the, the kohanim, uh, clearly could not be trusted in some of these matters there was someone who brought a bechor to Rava. It was uh, it was the afternoon of Herb Yontif? Have a Yosef was coming and he was washing his hair. He was scrubbing his hair on Herb Yontif. the So he took a little peek at the blemish of the of the, the mum and the animal. Come back tomorrow. Ki asked, "Hey, tell me how the mum came about." There was barley on the other side of a fence. And the buchar was on the other side. the he wanted to eat. He basically jammed his head through the fence and cut his lip. Maybe you did it on purpose. The guy basically said, "No, I did not." Affecting tomorrow, we know tamer the grama usher. How do you know that it's taka usher to cause a a mum to a behema a bechor? The tanya mum leiyaboi, ain't the elash leiyaboi mum. So you know that I can't do it on purpose. Maybe you can't. How do you know that I also can't do a grama in indirect mum? Shalayavi batek devela yoniachle al gabioiz. And I have a great idea. Let me take some dough or some pressed figs and put it on the ear of the animal of the bechor. Kdish yavi kalvi etlano. And I'll sick my uh, my dog on him and it'll bite his ear. Amaloymer kolmom, Omar Omar mom, Omar kolmom comes to say two things. Number one, I can't do a, a a regular mom. I can't take a knife and cut its air, but I also can't even do it. Ayudei grama. Rashi says who gave it? Kolin have a dolly the other side mummy who nicker again if the lip becomes cut it's a mom at midas and the he would then give it to a coin comes to include that case as well. Okay, so we'll stop here. Uh, next week we will continue from the on the top.